That's one small step for man. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. This segment is going to be really, really short, but it's, I believe it's really, really impactful. And it's something that it should, it should surprise you that this isn't national news in constant rotation because this particular incident sparked riots and murder and destruction across multiple cities and was just far reaching as far as, as, as the carnage. And it was at a time when we were supposed to be locked down, unconstitutionally so, but we were supposed to be locked down and yet these people were encouraged to go out and to congregate amidst the lockdown because we were in the midst of of the most dangerous pandemic that has ever been in human history, apparently. And not only were these people incentivized to go out and protest, which inevitably turned into violent riots, but they were bailed out by politicians and by entertainers. It was just this crazy, crazy time. So I'm speaking, of course, of, of the death of George Floyd. Now, I've asserted since the beginning that he died of an overdose and he was not murdered. I do believe that the officers in question were negligent. I believe that they knew that he was having a medical episode and because of that, they should have gotten him medical attention sooner. But that's also me, you know, quarterbacking on Monday morning or trying to quarterback from the stands because who knows what, what possibly delayed them getting EMS on the scene sooner. Was it the crowd that started to get hostile? Was that one of the reasons? Did the crowd contribute to it? You know, these are questions that, that should have been asked during that whole proceeding and during the whole investigation. But I always asserted that he died of an overdose. And he had um, a report from the medical examiner that was done on 5-25, so June 25th of 2020. I got the autopsy report on, I got the autopsy, no, it was done on May 20. Yeah, May 25th of 2020, I got the autopsy report on June, in June. And so if you go to the autopsy report, it's clear, it's, it says it. And now because of, a, uh, because of a, another trial that's involving a prosecutor within that county, something unrelated, but she spoke to, like she had interactions with the medical examiner, now, the the medical report that he did and completed in May on May 25th is now being released, but it was always available because like I said, I have it. It's being released and it shows clearly, and I'm gonna show you here what I'm talking about. So once again, I got this on June, I believe June 3rd. This was something that you could just pick up, right? It's just, public, you know, as, 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 a, as a person, you have access to this, you have public access. And so it has final diagnoses here. It talks about blunt force injuries. It talks about natural disease. And then right here, right here on page two, at the top of page two, and this is, this is what all the hubbub is about. No life-threatening injuries identified. No life-threatening injuries identified. No facial, oral, mucosal, or conjunctival 
um, I can't even pronounce that word. I think it's pedicier, not sure. No injuries of anterior muscles of neck or laryngeal structures, no injuries to his neck whatsoever. No scalp, soft tissue, skull or brain injuries, no chest wall, soft tissue, none of those things. Hit none of those things. No life-threatening injuries identified. So whatever the police did, did not produce a life-threatening injury at all. This is in a report that's dated May 25th of 2020. Seems that it would be very, very important. Then you go down here under toxicology, under blood, drug, and novel um, psychoactive substances screen, fentanyl, norfentanyl, 4-ANPP, whatever that is, methamphetamine, 11-hydroxy-delta, um, codeine positive, caffeine positive. There's seven things here. Seven. And he's seen in the video on the body cam footage trying to get rid of drugs by eating them. And then he even says, and I use, the, I use the word eat because that's the term that he used. He even admits that he ate too many drugs on camera. You can tell that he's going through a medical episode. That's why I say that I believe that they should have gotten a medical attention far sooner and it was negligent not to, but they didn't murder him. There was no intent to murder and they did not murder. So, You'd have to ask yourself, why then were these police officers railroaded? Why, if we're supposed to have a justice system, why did the mob rule? And what ramifications does that have for the rest of us? Because as I've said in previous segments, and I've talked about this already, is that when justice is lost for the few, it's lost for the many. Justice has to be undergirded by truth. If it isn't, it isn't actually justified. And the definition of justice is getting what you've earned. So these police officers didn't get what they earned. They didn't. And now, because of this, and this, uh, once again, this evidence has been there since May, of 20, May 25th of 2020. So understand this. They're going to appeal. Derek Chauvin is going to appeal. He's going to win because he should. And then he's going to sue the city, the state, whatever. He's going to sue them. And he should. And he's going to win because he should. And because all of you were misinformed and misled and whipped up into emotional frenzy, you're going to be the probability that it becomes another volatile situation when these officers get out, get off, when Derek Chauvin gets released and, and sues and gets money. That's something else that they've created by trying to push this, trying to in, incite these things. And so the question you have to ask yourself is why? Why didn't they just let justice play out? Why didn't they just let it play out? Now, I have my own speculations. And if you like to talk, you know, talk about them, I'd be happy to. But they're not definitive, so they're just probabilities. It's just speculation at this point because I ask myself, well, who wins? Or who won? Who gained with this situation? Who got more power? Who got more money? That's, that's, all it's ever, that's all it's ever about is power and money. You guys realize that, right? Every Bond villain since the start of James Bond, it's always been about power and money. And that's what it's always going to be about. 
It's not about us. It's not about we the people. Because we are the ones that should have the power. We the people. <laughs> right? But, but we don't. There's a minority of people who just see America as, as a means to get for themselves. And they don't care if they have to destroy America in order to get it. And this is one of, this is one of the holes in the boat. Because justice clearly wasn't done. This evidence clearly wasn't, it either wasn't presented properly or it was suppressed, I'm not sure, because this to me would have blown the whole murder thing out the water. You know, what do you think, <laughs> right? Um, if you guys would like to, uh, to get a copy of this, just reach out to me, message me, and I'll go ahead and send it. Um, I'm not sure if I can uh, link it. If I can, I will, okay? But you guys gotta stop getting duped by the mainstream media. Everything they do is scripted. Everything they do has a purpose and it is not to inform you. You guys have to understand that. You have to stop getting duped and fooled by these people. They're using you to get you to destroy your own country, to destroy yourself. All right, they want you walking in the dark. I'm over here trying to help you to turn that light. You guys be well.